0: Well,
1: good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Amo and Danny's Irish Champion Road. Well, it has been another non-eventful week in football, uh, as we would expect. And Well, to be fair, Amo, you were the one who called it, weren't you, for the scoreless road, and that's what we're going to go into at the start, is talking all about this Liverpool United game that went on at the weekend before we go to discuss the game that is going to happen on Sunday. Um, we are very, very happy that we have John and Johnny, uh, back on our podcast again for the second week running who'd have ever thought that we'd have a Liverpool podcast and have two manks on it for two weeks on <laughs> well, that's, that's COVID-19 for you everything's a bit mental uh, so thank you very much for coming on fellas appreciate it and to be honest I want to get your opinion first of what you thought of that game so I'll come to you first Johnny if that's alright what, what are your initial reactions to that game
0: at the weekend what did you think of it? Uh, I think we probably all secretly knew what it would have been probably a nil-nil draw going on in the past couple of matches. Um, but overall, I think as far as draws go, it's probably been one of the more exciting ones. Mm. Uh, if it hadn't been for your keeper, you could have lost that. Mm. Yeah, your keeper had a, had a good game, I must say. But I was disappointed and all the big lads weren't firing on either side of the teams. You know, all the ones we expected to really do well, none of them turned up. Yeah, Like I'd say, it's probably one of Rashford's most probably worst games he's played this season probably along the lines there. Uh, along with Fernandez. They both just looked tired and didn't really look interested, to be honest. So mm. they did so they're probably worrying well they don't want to lose this match because it's quite important maybe as well. Maybe that's what they're thinking. They don't want to push too hard, but it's just one of those matches that's just a bit annoying.
1: Yeah. I know what you mean, I know. And John, what what did you make? Obviously one of the big talking points from a United point of view would have been the fact that you know, Solskjaer decided not to start Eric what, what was? Do you think that was a good idea? Do you think it wasn't a good idea? What do you think you would have done better with, with him
2: in the lineup? I honestly don't know. Um, Bailly, I think Bai was a big, uh, big miss. But then again, I mean, the balance of the team looked right. You know, we were solid defensively. You know, moving forward into the middle of the park we were strong into the challenges. You know, we defended from the halfway line. Right the way back to the 18 old box, we tried to restrict the play. Bay likes to get forward a wee bit more, so maybe social was thinking was, you know what, we need someone maybe a wee bit more defensive minded there, someone a wee bit more solid, mm. you know. So he, he maybe sacrificed Bay for putting in Scott McTominay. And Scott had a great game, you know, mm. he was solid, he was strong, you know. So maybe he was thinking, and like Johnny says, you know what, a point suited us better than a point suited Liverpool. Yeah. So maybe he was thinking, you know what, we'll hold this one and then we'll push forward. We don't have to win it. All we'll have to do is not get beat. And I know the first half definitely looked like that. Second half were a wee bit more adventurous. But I think maybe that was his thinking.
1: Yeah, because that's what I was gonna ask. you. do you think it seemed to me from watching the game that it seemed like it was a game that neither team wanted to lose rather than one team wanting to win?
2: Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think the first half you know, Liverpool had a real good go. Um, and then the more the second half wore on, I think maybe tired legs and the fact that they've played so many games and they have so many more games coming up. I mean three games in the next what is it, ten days or something to get there they have coming up. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's it's a, then about squad management, squad rotation and and easing off, you know, trying to protect those players that are going to be essential. You're out without Van Dijk and the defence. You're out without Modip and the defence. You're putting two midfielders in your centre-back positions. You know, if you didn't have it for 60, 70 minutes, maybe, you know, Klopp's thinking, right, well, let's just pull the boys back. You know, he's up in the reins here. Let's not go for 90 minutes because we have another game coming, you know, in a couple of days. And United were maybe thinking the same thing. You know, we'll hold us as long as we can and then we'll try and push, get something late. I mean, we really can want to use, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes to go. We really started to come on as worse well before. We are just trying to soak everything up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it started to look edgy towards the end of it. And as you said, you used to get a lot of chances. I think Johnny said just before, I think if it wasn't for Allison, and I know me and Amo have said that a few times throughout this season already, if it wasn't for Allison, um the scoreline very much could have looked in your favour. What, what did you make of it, Ammo, in terms of the game? Obviously, we, we talked about squ- squad rotation and, and John was mentioning that there. And I think Jordan January, it is all about squad rota- rotation. There's so many games coming. Uh, I was going to say coming thick and fast. I feel like we've said that every single podcast this season because it's been non-stop games since the start of August. Um obviously we always rotate Jordan January. Do you think there's just so much more pressure on Liverpool now because of the fact that we haven't scored goals, that the people are making so much more of this than what it actually is?
3: Well yeah, Danny and <laughs> alright boys, um I can't agree with them. Um it was definitely a game that the two teams didn't wanna didn't wanna lose. What really, really, really annoys me about the game was that out oh, of the two teams that could have done with the no no draw it was United that needed it, because Liverpool needed to make a statement. Because it seems like over the last two, three year, years on the Jurgen Klopp, every single time Liverpool have needed to make a statement, every time there's been a few dodgy results, every time something's kind of not gone the way it is, which hasn't happened a lot, maybe four or five times I can think of, you know, memorably thinking back to Barcelona, we've always made a statement. And I think what all Liverpool fans are secretly hoping for, now I I know as a pessimist and predicted that the the born draw, but... I think we all secretly wanted Liverpool to make a statement in this game. We wanted Liverpool to go out and beat United two 3 0 and the truth of the matter was, was just United was solid defensively, Or from um, free of nothing performance of late. Um, and I think, I, I look, I mean, I'm going to blame myself here. I put a ten on Firmino first goal, eight to one. I thought brilliant odd stuff, you know, Firmino first goal, and um, he hasn't turned up for a while. And like he had about three or four little snapshots in the first half that were like half chances. Now, OK, they were half chances, but in the Premier League, half chances are what, win and lose games. Mm. And it was a, just a typical game where we were in play. We didn't we had possession, but we didn't do a lot with it. A few half chances. Second half, United come into their own and they could have snatched it in the end. You know, Paul Pogba's chance notably um, is what evan has been talking about. And I think it was just one of those games where as it gets to the 60-minute mark, you know, the two both managers are scared to lose. Um, I just think it's a shame because you know probably what the most watched game in world football. They always tend to come up with, with results like that, you know, boring nil-nils and okay, managers don't want to get beat, but at the end of the day, you know, we're in a remote re- business that an entertainment business that you know requires us to score. I don't know what's happened to Salamani, they just and Firmino you know, for that matter, they've just not really been there. We missed Jota, we missed that option off the bench. When you bring in the Regia on for eight minutes, we all love him. I love the Riggy, but you know, it just goes to show like we don't have that depth, and United, United are bringing Cavani off the bench. That mm. just goes to show. I heard a few people say that, you know, maybe if Liverpool had liked Cavani off the bench, it would have made a difference. Um, but yeah, my thoughts in the game was just frustration. Um, I think United, United kind of fans and the United team would be happier with the 0 with 0 draw, happy with the results as such, because that's all they needed was a result they needed to not get beat and they keep that distance, or how little it may be. Um, but yeah, I think it was a, it was, a, it was an op- opportunity missed for Liverpool to leave a marker um, on the league and to let the rest of the world know that we're back. Um, but we just didn't do it. And I don't know what's going on. If it's tiredness, fatigue, um, players kind of thinking, well, doesn't matter what happens, I'm going to start every week. don't know maybe if there's rumours about maybe Salah, where it's head being turned. Lots and lots of reasons you can sit there all day and talk about it. But I think ultimately, on the day, we didn't take our chances, Northern United. And when it gets to that stage of the game where um, you don't want to get beat, both teams. Both managers did that. Um, credit to United because they really have improved um, defensively. Um, and yeah, I think Henderson, for Bino, put a, a good display at centre half. But for me, when you put Jordan Henderson in midfield, we've already lost for Bino midfield, who's probably the best player in that position. OK, Tiago's coming, who had a great game. But you lose Henderson energy too. And mm. I like one of them, but he just doesn't have the quality, I think, of Henderson. He doesn't have the fizzy of Henderson, and I think we lost that in the midfield as well. Um, and as I say, United didn't, didn't even play that well, but for me, they created a better chance. So overall, disappointing. But um, I think both sets of fans can be honest and say that no one really deserved to win the game.
1: Hmm. I think, and I want to put it out to you boys as well. Is that I think the the type of game that was played that seemed to be. A midfield game. Everything ran through the middle of the park. And I think both teams showed that they've got good, hard workers in the middle of the park. First half Liverpool sort of dominated possession, as we said they would. Uh, was whipping it out out to the, to the wingers. And to be fair, Robertson and Trent both didn't really do all that much. Uh, wan Basaka played a really, really good game. Um, and both teams have got really good workers in the midfield. But it just seemed to me that both teams lacked creativity in that midfield someone in that to sort of play that final ball in the final third and to put it through and do you think we're kind of losing that in the game we went through a period there where we had so many like midfield was all about having the most creative players that you can skillful players now it seems to have gone the way of fast passing and hard work and Do you think we're kind of losing that flair? We say about these big games, these Liverpool United, it's built up so much. And and for me, these games never should be because a season is a a marathon, it's not a sprint. You only get big, exciting games really in Champions League where it's a do or die type game. Um, Do you think we're kind of losing that flair and excitement now in the Premier League to be overtaken by just
2: hard working and good passing and grinding out results? I think they prefer. I think part of the problem, and it, it's a nice problem to have in the Premier League. I think the quality of players is just exceptional. Mm. You know what we, we have. You know, if you think throughout the teams, even you know, even at the bottom there, you know, you're looking at really high quality international players throughout teams. You know, other leagues don't have that. So I know Haaland's an amazing player, Sancho's an amazing player, but they're playing in the German league, and you know. It, I suppose for me, it's not the same. Watching the German league is not the same as watching the Premier League because Bayern Munich, you know, go to Schalke or, go, you know, go to Freiburg or something and you know what's going to happen. You know, whereas Man City go to Arsen Villa and you're thinking, flip me, could be an upset here. You know, midfield Jack Grealish could take the ball and he could just, you know, he could do something, you know, a wee bit special. Mm. And I think that I think that's part of the Premier League's problem now is that Everybody just has exceptional players. Like when United were dominating in the 90s, there was a handful of teams maybe. You got the odd upset, but there was only a handful of teams. Liverpool in the 70s and 80s, there was only a handful of teams that could have touched them. Mm -hmm. Whereas now you look down through, I mean, Leicester, what Leicester have done is fantastic. Aston Villa, a wee bit of a resurgent. Sheffield United last season. You know, all these teams come from the championship and and move up. Leeds United, Leeds United are the prime example of a hard-working, disciplined team. And it's sorta of, it's working for them, but you know, they're missing that wee bit of quality. Mm. So I think I think hard working works for you know for a bit. But these top teams, Liverpool, United, Chelsea, you know, they have the hard working players, but they also have the quality to find that pass, to pick that pass. And I think that that's the problem. But you know, when you get these top teams together, they just cancel each other out. Yeah.
1: I think that seems seems to be the thing with it. And Johnny, this is probably for you, that that when it comes down to it, it is fine margins now, as John was saying, because all the teams are real quality and there's a lot of big players in all the teams. As you said, there could be, you're looking at the league now and you could think that there's any one of maybe eight or nine teams could finish in that top four at the end of this season. And that's a mixture of the way the season's going. It's a very random season, but also because of the step up in quality. And I think it does come down to tactics and management and from watching United this season, do you think Oli can can compete with the likes of Jurgen Klopp and Pep and even Brendan Rodgers and, and other boys like that, Rolf Hoosenhartel? And do you think he has got the ability to stay at that level to be able to have that extra edge that that will drive Man United to stay at the top? Well, you have to look at it.
0: Like, you have to imagine. You have to remember, like, Oli's only been in the job for a couple of years. Mm. You know, before that, we went to manager United went through was unimaginable. You would never have thought that. You would have put Chris Moyles as an hey, half-decent manager. He's done well for his previous clubs. He's done quite well. I think what the edge, Ollie has, is he's got the spirit of the team. He knows how United play and the way they used to play. And he knows what the, the players he's got are capable of. Look at the background staff he's brought in. You know, we look at their Michael Carrick, he's bringing in, like, say, just recently their, uh, what do you call of Darren Fletcher, and all these damn players just came in. So, a lot of it because he loves the club and he knows the club. So, think at the minute, it proves a point that he has the ability because they're sitting top of the league, you know, but it's just whether he can maintain consistency. Now, I just talked to what I was saying earlier about how busy the period and all has been. But you have to remember that match you played there, he's had nine days rest. In that match, so we hmm. expect before you had to play United, we've had played four matches in two weeks, you know. she ha- we expected Liverpool to come out and be full of energy and drive and basically an Elliot United, which it did for the first half hour without a shadow of a doubt. But to me, Liverpool have just lacked a bit of confidence just there, hmm. you know. But as far as manager go, yes, I do think Ollie has it, it's just he needs a bit more time, and I think on previous results and stuff we've got recently, I think he might get that time. The fans love him, the board love him. the players know what his history's like. So I think um I think he will give it a bit of time and be coming up there as one of the best managers in the league. Might take another three or four years, but I think he has the ability to do it. And um, the advantage United has got a big squad, a decent squad. When you put it on your your squad there on your bench, you could have Pog sit on your bench like how many people can turn around and say Pog was sitting on their bench you know you've Cavani, you know you've players like that. of other clubs don't have that fortunate luxury that United does. So I think that will benefit him and his managerial career and his background staff of great experience, uh, which help him get through it. So so yeah, overall I think he will have it. Just take a bit of time.
1: Mm. Obviously, like as much as we have a rivalry in terms of clubs and stuff like that, and obviously goes without saying that I hope that he's absolutely crashing bad for the rest of the season. Um, <laughs> It's it's one of those that, as you said, which is which is something that's always driven Manchester United and Liverpool because of the history of the clubs, that you can bring in top players. And as you said, for a for a team like United, who probably over the last four seasons have not played very, very well, have struggled to get into sort of the European football and stuff like that, to still be able to bring in people of the calibre of Cavani and still be able to hold on to the likes of Pogba and bring in Fernandes and people like that it just shows the history of the club as um, and how much of a sway they still have so I think that's what cancelled it out as you said there are two sort of big hard-working teams Liverpool going through a little bit of a lag at the minute United coming off the back of a big run of games with limited rest Uh, and it did kind of cancel out the game which was sad because obviously we were hoping to have a bit of banter and one team be ahead of the other there and be able to give a little bit of abuse in this. But I think we're all kind of no. somber today because, because yeah, we know yeah, there's yeah. not I, much too much we can say. I agree. Now, obviously, we're going to be talking about at the weekend this Sunday, United and Liverpool come back together to play each other in the FA Cup. Amo, I'm going to come to you first and ask the question of... Obviously, we're still in January. We're getting towards the end of the month now. There's talks in the transfer market about... Potentially Danny Ings coming back to Liverpool um, in the January transfer market. Jürgen Klopp has come out and said that he isn't wanting to sign anyone. Normally he does that because he's wanting to bring in someone big in the summer. Um, do you think, for the sake of watching Liverpool over the last four weeks, do you think we need to bring in someone soon that is going to help change the dynamic of this team? Or should we be sticking to what we've got, knowing that we've got boys coming back from injury? Well, yeah, this is the problem. I think,
3: um, from a Liverpool sp- perspective, these injuries everyone said Oh, these injuries are, you know are going to haunt us. We're not going to be the team we were, and I think we got through a few fixtures that no one expects us to get through. But I think they are kind of catching up on us now. Um, we've had a long, old discussion. I've mentioned it before. I re-, re, come off the bench. is just not the quality, you know, of the like Cheikavani's and like I even I give it a bit of chips the boys, but like they really, United boys really love Greenwood. And like he come on for like two or three minutes. Like, you know, we don't have a play- you know, if we were bringing a player on for two or three minutes, it'd be Rhys Williams, you know. Mm. Well, what what I will say is Shakiri like a bit of a new sign and he's come kind of can come out of nowhere, he's doing all right recently. So um hope things go well for him. But regarding Danny Ings, I mean, for me, um, I'll put out the figures out there if you, today with a few people, it's a no brainer. He knows the club, he knows the style to play. If you keep him fit, he's proven in the Premier League now. He was proven in Premier League anyway. But um, I think it's an absolute no-brainer to, to get brings like Danny's in, Danny Ings in was experience. and I mean if he can compete with those from free like Jota has,
2: then it's an absolute no-brainer. Um, who, regarding do drop game, out your, who do you drop out of your squad, Amo? Um, Twenty-five man less squad. You've you've one place You've one player holding for Van Dyke. How do you drop out of the squad to get him in? Ah, uh, but the, the, I, I see your, what your point is, John. But like if you think use a Greenwood and Cavani on the
3: bench. On 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 Sunday on um, Saturday, yeah Sunday day we had a
2: reggie and know, that's what I'm saying. But out of your out of your list that you're allowed for the Premier League, who do you who do you take out? Who do you say you'll never play another Premier League game again this season? To I bring Danny Ings in, do you well, do, you we'll do it to say, a reggae and and hope that a reggie takes it? And...
3: I don't think he got much of a choice. I mean, and there's always there's a lot of injuries, so I don't know if it would be it would be that clear cut. I
2: think you can renew the squad halfway for the season, can't you? Anyway, after the the time I, I, all this stuff. so I, but that's what I'm saying. But you have to, if you have to renew it now and you buy Danny Ings who's who are you dropping? You, you have tweet, you have a 24 yeah, better, if,
3: if, if, if you're asking me and put me on the spot, yes, Origi because I think Danny Ings is more quality than the so um, that's who I would say. But what I think a, bit, a big thing is with put at the moment is that it's hard to say, but we have that we don't have a plan B neither, so maybe Danny Ings is a plan B, Giotto was a plan B, and he's gone. So it's interesting. What really makes me um, kind of scared for a Sunday in the FA Cup is so I think Klopp's taken like serve this year because it might be our best chance of silverware. And because you can rest like likes here, Cavani's and Greenwood's, and I know he's played against Fulham there yesterday, and I think they both started. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I just feel we don't have the quality outside the start, maybe 12 or 13. And injuries have come to toll. In, it's easy to make necessary injuries. As soon as any football fan mentions injuries, every other team goes "Oh, We all get injuries, blah, 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 blah. But Liverpool have had horrendous injuries. And we've had players out at, at really vital times. We've had Jota come in on a sensation he's been injured. Van Dyke is just the best defender in the world. Oxley chamberlain on his day, is as good as anyone in the Premier League. He's been out most of the season. Keita was the, the next big thing to come to Premier League. He's spent most of the time injured. There's just four I've mentioned. You can go on, you can take Gomez. Matipo is mm-hmm. injured. We've had Arsenal for a long part, part of the season. Arnold afraid outrageous there. You could go on and you could go on and go on, but I think ultimately it's catching up on us now. The likes of Nat mm-hmm. Phillips and Rich Williams and even to the degree, I wouldn't say Curtis Jones too, up until the degree. These boys have been played and they're just not ready. I, I understand Curtis Jones has got a lot of, a lot of um, what's the word, a lot of praise from the press and Liverpool fans, but there was a pair there where he played like nine games in a row in about three weeks or four weeks. I don't think it was because um, Jurgen Klopp, like, kind of 80-40. I think we had no choice. We had to play. So, yeah. I think entries are playing. out, And I'm feared for Sunday. I think in a one-off game, right now, where our players are, are not on form, I think United are going to be more dangerous and they've got more players that can hurt us. And more plays in form, so um, I'm scared for Sunday. I I want to get your opinion, Danny, before we move to boys again. See, would you sacrifice the FA Cup to maybe go hard in the league, or do you think it's our best chance of trophy and to potentially maybe go all in an FA Cup? What do you think, Danny?
1: If it was down to me, I would I would go all in in the FA Cup. That would be my thing, and I think it's because, as I said, I think for Liverpool fans, you've got to have that rationale the I think most people... I think we'll finish in the top four and I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think we're playing well enough and we're still getting the results. We're defending well enough that we'll get into the top four, no bother. I think if you ask most Liverpool fans, are Liverpool going to win the league this season with the injuries that we've got and all the rest of it, I, I think most Liverpool fans, if you, if Jürgen Klopp decided to go for the FA Cup and not concentrate on the league because of those injuries and all that, I don't think anyone would blame him. I think the FA Cup is the best chance that we've got of getting silverware this season and, and continuing that on uh, rather than going all-in on the Premier League. I think you've still got a battle in the Premier League and I think he will. Um, but for me, I don't think you can just throw it on Sunday. I think, I think he's got to try and go for it. I think he's got to show, especially with the way the team's playing at the minute, he's got to show that he's prepared to put the squad out there and make them play. Um, and I think, as you said, the way we've played recently, the way that we're carrying on, I think an FA Cup game against United where we can potentially put them out, I think that will make a statement and it will change the attitude of the squad and it will change the attitude of the fans if we can really put in a performance on Sunday. Whether we will or not, I don't know. But I think we need to at least try so that we can sort of have that to be able to do because we're just not playing too well at the minute, which is which is a nightmare. So I would I would be going all in on the FA Cup. But that's, that's just me. And in regards to the transfers... Again, if it was down to me, I would I would be leaving it as it is. Um, but if we do bring in Danny Ings, we have to get rid of someone else. If I'm being brutally honest, for me, I'd be getting rid of Necho Williams and I'd be throwing him out of the squad because I just don't think he's performed enough. Um, so I would take him out of my team. Now, the question comes in terms of you boys for United. So I'll come to you, John, first. Yous have got, obviously, the Liverpool game on Sunday and then your next game after that is against bottom of the league, Sheffield United. Do you think United are going to put out a full-strength squad? Thinking to themselves, the Sheffield United generally aren't playing very well, um, sitting right at the bottom of the league with a long way to go to try and get out of it. Yes, they're going to fight or, defensively, they're very, very leaky. Should United go full strength on Sunday rather than
2: having one eye still on the league, or would you rather be trying to split it up a bit? I, personally, I think it, it'll be two teams that are totally different. I think You know, United should totally change the team, give the boys a rest and put a wee bit of you know confidence into the league and try and go for that. We'll have all right with our next games against Sheffield. Sheffield United done us last season.
0: Mm.
2: You know, and I think in the back of some of the boys' minds, you don't want that. You don't want the boys to think, you know what, the bottom of the league, it's all right. But they they have players there that can hurt you, you know, and we've seen it at the start of the season, you know. they went into games thinking, you know what, yeah, this is going to be a bit easy. And, you know, they got found out, and they got found out really badly. So I would change it. And I, I think Liverpool are going to do it as well. I think, you know, Liverpool are not going to put out a strong team. I think Liverpool are going to look at the games that they've got coming up in the league and the Champions League, the frequency that they're coming up. And Jurgen Klopp's going to be thinking, I think as Ole should be doing, do we really need a cup run in the middle of all this? You know, a congested fixture list. We've got the UEFA Cup, you know, we're potentially going to be playing twice a week, every week from now to the end of the season. Do we really need, and I, okay, it's only a, maybe another four or five matches. That's four or five matches for players to pick up injuries. That uh, You know, that that could be the difference. Those one-off games could be the difference of, you know, a, Europe, a Europa League semi-final or, you know, taking Liverpool apart at Old Trafford, mm. you know, and and at the, you know, the other fixture. Uh, it'll be a totally different team. <laughs> right, okay, John. Okay, carry on. Too <laughs> many ironic laugh Take
3: <laughs> us apart, I don't, I? don't think United are good enough to take us apart now, John. Come on, come on.
2: That's all right. From from a Liverpool fan, he just said, "You know what? We'll buy Danny Young, so we'll buy the league." All right, dead on. <laughs> take us apart, <laughs> don't know what I mean? I
3: don't know. I don't think United have taken any anyone apart this season. You kind of just been solid, in my opinion.
2: I think, but I think if, if Liverpool go all out for the FA Cup, yes, they've got you know the Premier League, they've got the FA Cup, they've got Champions League games coming up. You know, you could be looking at an actual four, five, six games without Van Dijk in the back, without Mata in the back. I don't think Van Dijk will play the rest of the season. I'm mm. perfectly honest. I don't think Mata will play. You know, and the way he's been playing recently, there's tired legs out there. You know, so if you had an FA Cup run in the middle of it all, I personally and hopefully I'm right. I personally think Socia should change the whole team one day, eleven. Give the boys a rest, bring some of the fringe players in, let them have a run out, let them blood themselves into what you know a good old fashioned derby is. I think you'll see more chances created, yeah, and well, it'll be it'll be a sli- maybe a slightly better game in the sense of the quality is not going to be on show.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, I I'd say I I'd agree. I I'd, um, agree with John there to a extent because going by United have the quality there in their fringe players, if you like, to come on there. You know, so I would agree with everything you just echoed there, John. Saying yes, change. I wouldn't change a full eleven, but I give I'd give a rest to Alexis Fernandez, Alexa, Rashford, the ones who've played, and McGuire even because McGuire's played three thousand seven hundred odd minutes this year. Mm. You know, I think them boys actually. Doesn't Is matter. Johnny, any, when I
3: again.
0: Hey. I will. That's it. 3,750 minutes or something he's dead this year. <laughs> so, something like that, I think they do need to have a bit of a break. We do have the, the, the skills of skillful players that are on the bench to come on. You have to get likes of and uh, young Williams and all those young players coming through. I, I think they've got great potential to actually give a big upset here because they'll be fighting for the spot. They are, as they say, fringe players. What do French players do? They want to go on to win. So if you bring on those French players against Liverpool, I think they'll give the full fight. And I think they're hard to beat. Mm-hmm. Um, like like Rasford and Fernandes definitely do look tired. They really do. Um, not a bit of wonder. My heart's played. My footballers played. My played. Um, and we do have the quality, especially Luke Shaw. I mean, Luke Shaw has been brilliant lately. He's been off United's probably best player this, this season so far, nearly. Close to the next with Fernandes. But he's been fantastic so there's a lot of good players that are in the squad so I do think we should change maybe not the full 11 but I put Lexa Henderson in the net for definite for sure because he deserves a bit more of a running no problem but we do need to change a few players give the young lads a bit of a go and I do think they have a potential to beat Liverpool in the FA Cup
2: mm.
0: my opinion
1: It'll be interesting, as you said. I think it's going to be interesting to see what the lineup is, how people go about doing it, um, whether these fringe players get a start, and who actually wants it more. And well, obviously, the next game that Liverpool play is against Spurs, so it's a big game in the Premier League to come off the back of an FA Cup run. They're so playing United, obviously play Burnley, and then playing against Spurs. Do you would you rather Liverpool drop players? Would you or would you rather Liverpool try and win? go for this because I think as we said before one of the things that you will see is that this is a do or die game you you lose the game, get knocked out of the FA Cup so I think whoever's on the pitch knows the importance of a game like this and knows the importance of going out there and Liverpool generally do tend to perform under pressure, we all know about the Champions League nights and stuff, would you rather they put out a full strength team and went for it or do you think we should have one eye on that Spurs game the following week?
3: I mean, John made a very good point about them being in the Europa League and, like, fixture congestion. And uh, Johnny made a good point about maybe playing the youngsters to be more eager and stuff. Um, I think it's easy for them boys to say that, because they do. I think, I think looking down in the depth now, I actually think United have a better squad than Liverpool. Um, that's with our injuries. Now, don't get me wrong, if all our, all our injured players were fit, I wouldn't quite say that's the case. But at the moment, I would say that Liverpool can't really afford to, to, to be playing, like... Because we literally would be playing the kids. And they were half decent, seems to be out on loan. They're like your Ben Woodburns and your Harry Wilson's and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, in answer to the question, Danny, I would go. I would probably go full strength. Hmm. I think we need to make a statement because we failed to make a statement the weekend. If anyone made a statement, it was United being like, we're backing with the big boys. Now, they made that statement beforehand, and you have to give them credit because not only did they, they make a statement and, and go, go, top of the league they then um, they then, you know, kept Liverpool out. And uh, I know it's not been great recently, but I think the statement more was made by them. So I was thinking in the FA Cup, I think if John's got the attitude of going for the league and maybe focusing on like, the Europa League, then that's fair enough for that United's perspective. For good luck to them. But what we can't forget, and I have to make this very clear, we're still in the Champions League. You know, and, and out the last three seasons, we've had two Champions League finals. Mm. You know, That's still a premier competition. It's still like a major trophy. Like, it's probably the biggest trophy in world football. So, I mean, we're still going to kick on for that as well. And hopefully, a few players can get fit and we can go for that as well. But, I mean, only time will tell. But for me, go strong and try and make a statement because we failed to make one the other day. Cool.
1: Now, as we sort of close this part and talk, because we've been obviously last two weeks have discussed it and there's only so much you can say about Liverpool and United. um, Both. (laughs) Big clubs, both with a lot to be playing for. Um, obviously, the United are doing really well this season, but you can't forget the fact that it was only, what, four or five months ago that everyone was calling for Ollie's head and said that he should be sacked and all the rest of it. There's still a lot of pressure. Football's such a fickle game that, that you only need to lose two or three games on the bounce, and suddenly everyone wants you sacked. Um, what do we think? So I'll come to Johnny first. I want, I want a score prediction. For Sunday's game, what how do you think this is going to go at Old Trafford? United, Liverpool, FA Cup. No matter what the squad, obviously it's everyone's going to be afforded as they always are. How do
0: you think this is going to finish? I think United will win. It's a simple fact, you know, because they have to make statement too. Remember, because as you just said, there are people that are criticizing United. Start season now; they are crap. They're useless. They're lucky to make it to the top three or four this year, even in the top ten. So I still think there is that sort of. I think that's sort of spurred United on a wee bit, and Oli Solskjaer as well, because he's like, "Here, my team's actually quite good. Here, we can actually do do well this season." Mm-hmm. So my prediction will be for United to win, and I'm going to stick to the two one again. And the way, and if you do play, um, like Pogba, Pogba's been fantastic the past three or four matches. You know, I do think that he'd be the man to take take the two goals in and get the two one win for me. And the, the stats prove it. There, like United's net one nine six against, I uh, won nine against Liverpool, and Liverpool's had six. So the stats view that United are in favor of one more times against this in the FA Cup. So, uh, and and if you look at all the other stats there as well, for example, in the league, United's uh, sixty eight wins to Liverpool's fifty seven. You know, so there's that big rivalry that history is there. Yeah. So. So I think United will get it two one, go all the way and win the FA Cup.
1: If you if you wasn't a United fan, Johnny, I'd have you on every week just for your stats because we need it. <laughs> <laughs> that man, Johnny. What do you make of it,
2: John? What, what would you say? Sticking the house. What's the? What do you think the result's going to be? I go on three two United. Um, I think with a total change up of the teams, um, there's going to be goals. Um, I think Liverpool going forward, you know, with the United's defence. I think there's there's maybe, you know, the odd opportunity there. And I think, you know, Johnny and Amor are right. With United going forward, with the youth, you know, you've got James coming in. Wambasaka didn't get an awful lot of time, you know, there. Martial still, potentially you know, was sitting there, you know, to come in. So I I think we have a better depth of squad Mm. um, to, to push on. And it's at Old Trafford. Now, the big thing is the crowd. It worked for us last Sunday at Anfield I just hope without missing that you know extra man that the crowd always is at Old Trafford I just hope it doesn't go against us but I'm going 3-2
1: OK 3-2 3-2 so Amo, what do you what do you think What sticking neck else what do you going to be another board and 0 nil, or can you see it being something a bit better I don't know 1-0 um, Liverpool just to be an honest
3: but I don't know it, we're just not playing great recently and we're just awful. And I just don't know what to say. It's just it's one of them where we need to make a statement, will we? I don't know. Um I like the FA Cup, I think it's a big competition. And it's a cup that year and club's not win. And we've not won it since 2006. So for me, have to have to have to go full strength and the way the players have played at the moment, I would I would take a one nil. But um I know it has to be finished in ninety minutes, so hopefully it doesn't go down to pens. Hopefully it doesn't there's no extra time. And yet one nil Liverpool, Danny.
1: One nil. I think I, I think you're being I think you're being realistic. I think the way Liverpool are playing at the minute and the goal scoring ability, uh, I think saying that Liverpool aren't going to score many is probably a reality. i Do you know what? I'm going to stick me out. And I'm going to say that it's going to go to penalties. I'm going to say Liverpool win on penalties um, because I just think if it's anything like the way it was on Sunday, I think it is going to be hard to break both teams down. I think it's going to go to pens, uh, and I think Allison will be on. And he'll do the business on pen. So that's what I'm going to go for. Now, the last question I want to ask you is, boys, uh, to Johnny and John, because we don't get many chances to have Manchester United fans on. So the question I want to ask you, especially with it coming up in January, the big talk that is going on at the minute is the fact that Juve are dying to get Pogba back and they're prepared to transfer and do a swap deal, Pogba, for Cristiano Ronaldo. Would you take that deal if it was offered properly to United? Not a mission. (laughs)
0: Not at all I agree you John Not at all Ronaldo's had his glory He's designated So he has And Pogba's come to form So No I wouldn't I wouldn't take that deal Not just even based that... on the fact
1: Because obviously he's been, he's, Pogba's only really been playing well For the past 3-4 games Before that You've had Three seasons of absolute nightmare with him Would you not be Happy enough to have him shipped off?
2: Yes, I'd, ha- I'd, happy, I'd be happy to ship them off, but I'd be happy to ship them off if you are uh, going to put their hand in their pocket mm, and give us, lovely. you know, 110, 115 million so we can go out and replace them with Holland, or we can go again. 115 million. <laughs> <And> Dan- <laughs> COVID, you never know. Bill has got to do with 200 million then. You know, we've got, you know, there's Haaland there, there's Sancho, you know, there are Jordan Sancho you know we might take him Dombele you know to sit beside Maguire in the back you know yeah I'm not taking Cristiano Ronaldo back he's had his time he's done you know, leave him leave him in Italy where he's happy I, or not
0: happy I wouldn't I say care. I wouldn't say he's quite done John he's still he's still scoring plenty of goals for you not, fram-
2: not in the Premier League he's he done for what the I Premier
0: in, I don't think he'd have the same skills now that he did he's getting a bit older that the Italian League's hot nowhere area as good as the Premier League. So he would probably struggle. But I wouldn't say he's totally done. You know, he's a player you like to have on the bench. Maybe he come off and score a few goals, but Ronaldo won't sit on the bench. You know, so and who do you drop if you you know if like Pogba who do you drop if you bring Ronaldo He gonna take off. Mm. You know
1: so it's an interesting one as you said. It's been a weird season. It's been a weird couple of seasons. And uh, I think we're, we've got a lot more weirdness to come. And I think, do you know what? A swap deal for Pogba Ronaldo probably wouldn't be the weirdest thing we're going to see this season. Um, but it's definitely an interesting talking point. But do you know what, fellas? Thank you so much for coming on last week and this week. Uh, it's been great to be able to get your perspective, to be able to chat to you, to have a bit of banter. Uh, and let's just hope that the hype of this game is better than the last game that we played. And let's hope that yeah. all of this banter that we've had is actually meaningful because we see a good game on Sunday.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> Thank you, boys. It's been a, been a pleasure. We'll definitely get you
3: on there, maybe, for the United game towards the end of the season. Um, if, if that's okay with you, boys. Yeah,
0: that's good. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yep. That'd be good. Thank you so
1: much. But we're going to take a little break right now and then we're going to come back with our analysis of the Liverpool games, the Burnley game and looking to the Spares game as well next week, so until then thank you so much for listening to Ammo and Danny's Irish Anfield Road. Road Hi folks, welcome back to
3: Ammo and Danny's Irish Anfield Road well, Danny, um, it was a pleasure to have them boys on. Um, I think the, the crack with the boys was, was better than the match itself. So hopefully the match on Sunday is, uh, is something to look forward to because at the moment, I'm coming on here and Liverpool have just been beat by Burnley. All right. So we've been beat by, by Southampton. We've been beat by Burnley. We've drew against West Brom and we've drew against Newcastle and we haven't scored. And obviously drew, drew against United as well in that. So that's five games out to win. We scored one goal in five games. And I think under Jürgen Klopp, this is as bad as it's been. Um, mm. I, I I wish we could share our faces, because our faces say it all. Um, we're not long after the game. and um, We're very disappointed. And I think from Christmas, we were top of the league and we'd just beat Palace 7-0. And from that moment, it's been nothing but... It's just got worse and worse and worse and worse. And then Burnley are just the type of team that come out of nowhere. And I'm just not shocked. I mean, Danny, first of all, we can talk about the performance and then we're also going to talk about the Spurs game coming up, which I think next week now is huge. If we don't if we don't get something against Spurs, I think that's just completely out of the title race, if it isn't already. Um, Danny, what what's your thoughts on, on, on this? Another disappointing result. Um, it kind of makes us honest, doesn't it, you know?
1: It's mental, isn't it? As you said, we were sort of gearing up last week for the United game and, and thinking it was going to be a big game and it was going to put Liverpool back where he belongs so or right in the middle of this title race and we've just watched Liverpool just depreciate so much over the last four weeks and I think, do you know what, it's so easy to turn around and blame it on the front three and say, ah, oh, it's the front three's fault and and don't get me wrong, I think, obviously when we say front three, we always mean Salah, Mane, know. Um But obviously, we changed it up tonight a little bit. Had Shakiri in there, we had Origi in there. And I think when we say front three, do you know what? I can't fully blame them, and I'll tell you why in a second. But at the same time, I think I heard the collective groan of an entire city of people as Origi runs through on goal, completely open, him and the keeper. And everyone's going, Origi? This is his chance to maintain this legendary status that he's got. He pings the ball, it hits the bar, and everyone goes, you're trapped out of the club. <laughs> and that's, that's basically just... No,
3: it's <laughs> not a small bar, you know? We're missing at the moment. That, that could have went in, it didn't. You know, is it, is it that close, or are we just playing awful?
1: It's just some of what has been the last four or five weeks. It's just Liverpool, we said about it, didn't we? We said about it in the United game, we've said about it in games before. Another day, another season. A, a bit of confidence or whatever, we we could potentially be five, six nil up in some of these games, and today is no different. The Burnley game, the amount of chances we have from corners, the amount of opportunities that Shakiri had from the edge of the box that any other given day would would have been top bins. The amount of crosses that Trent Alexander Arnold scuffed that on another day would have flew through for Mane at the back post or for Firmino to tap in in the middle of the goal. Like it, it is just, and that's the Premier League for you. It, it is just fine margins. And for me, I just think that Liverpool have been found out now and we don't have a plan B. We said this years ago with Liverpool that Liverpool never, ever had a plan B. Jürgen Klopp came in, he changed things up. We we started to have these different options, these different plans, which was great. And I just think that Liverpool now, they relied so much on the front three and the way Liverpool were playing that we were always going to beat teams. That I think we've just been found out now that if you look at the likes of Man City when they play, they invite that pressure on. They almost play boredom football for 15 minutes and just pass it across the back line, pass it back to the goalkeeper because they slowly draw out the other team because it's instinctive. And you know yourself from even playing Saturday League. Like you sit, you sit at the back, you're watching another team play around their back forward and pass to the keeper. And you'd eventually go, Do you know what? We need to go out and get this ball. And your team naturally just drift out. And then Man City attack quick, they go fast and they've got those options, they've got those openings between the lines. Liverpool, it showed it tonight in the Burnley game, the second they get the ball, it's all about getting to the other team's half as fast as physically possible. We're whipping balls out, playing really quick to get it into the final third. And Burnley are just sitting there, in two bags of four, going, come at us, see what you can do. And that's what they're doing and that's what teams have done against us all season and especially over these last five weeks. I've just sat there, Liverpool have come flying at them and they've gone, we're just going to sit here in our own 18-yard box for the next 45, 50 minutes and we'll see what happens. And Liverpool are just allowing them to do that and then playing it round and playing it round and playing it round and not having any final product whatsoever. And I just think if that's the way we're going to keep playing all season, we'll, we'll be doing well to finish in that top four.
0: Yeah, I mean,
3: it's <clears throat> the next two games now against United and Tottenham. I think if you win those two games, you can salvage the season. I think yeah. if you don't get a result at Tottenham next week, I think I think that's just definitely up the title race. Um, it's a strange season, yes, it is, but <clears throat> we were kind of looked all right over that period of road injuries and everyone, everyone kind of tipped us to win the league um, again. And ever since then, it's just been absolutely shocking. And I think you're right, we've been found out we deserve the stick that we're getting. And we can't throw and hide behind all the injuries that we've had, although we've had plenty, and it is a contributing factor. But I think the mentality could be questioned there now because the players look second best to, to, to things. There's not enough creativity. I think Shakir's coming, he's done all right. Um, Oxley Chamberlain coming against Burnley, done nothing. Mm. Um, it's just at the stage now where, I mean, we need to sign someone, or we need to spark, or something needs to happen because at the moment, uh, with the laughing stock of English football, um, after last season, you know people are saying, "Oh, with the new Leicester City," um, and can you argue with them? Um, I think this week, and I know we haven't got a lot of time to go into it, but I think you'll agree, Danny. This week um, against United in the FA Cup on Spurs, particularly on Thursday, are absolutely huge. You get two wins, you can it's somewhere to go. If you get beat against United and you don't get a result against Spurs, I mean you're More or less looking at the end of the season, are write off you like, hopefully, get top four and maybe have a run in the European Cup, which is what was success maybe three four years ago. So it's sad times, and it's getting really real. And uh, I don't know, null and void. What do you think, Danny?
1: <laughs> uh, I just think it's just it's sad at the minute. As I said, I take hope in the fact that, like last week, as I, as I've said before, I think with the injuries that we've had this season, the way that we're going, we don't actually have a, a centre back on the pitch most of the games. We're playing with Henderson. We're playing for yes, we've had Matip today, but who knows if we're going to have Matthew again tomorrow? Whether he's like uh, himself going down a the tunnel there or like I don't know, you don't know what's happening with Matthew week by week. Uh, I think if we, I think we will get top four. I think we're playing bad, but we're still. We're not necessarily losing all the games. I know that we've lost this one tonight, which is an absolute kick in the teeth. Um, but I think Liverpool will make the top four. And I think, as I said last week, if if someone would have said to us, you're going to have all these injuries, you're not going to have Van Dijk all season, uh, you're going to be playing Fabinho and Henderson most of your time as you're back too. Um But we'll give you top four. Would you take it? Most Liverpool fans have bite your arm off for it. And I think... I think that I, I think Liverpool aren't gonna win the league this season. I think the way the season's go and the tightness of it, you're watching United get better every week, you're watching Spurs get better every week, um, you're watching Leicester even do really well in Southampton, getting results all the time. And I think Liverpool just Man
3: City.
1: You know. Yeah, Man City has they uh, got games in hand, and if they win their games in hand, they go top of the league. And you're watching City start it off really bad and then they're getting better and better and better. United the same, Spurs the same. They're all improving week on week. They're probably getting worse and worse week on week. So, I think there's no chance in the title race. That's why I said in the first half, I'd rather go for the FA Cup. Um, But it's just going to be, it, as you said, it makes the game against Spurs massive. Yeah, so
3: this is the thing that's going to get at. And I know we haven't got a lot of time today, but, I mean, your score predictions for Spurs, Now, do you think the game's going to kind of plan out briefly? Um, For me, before we kind of ask yourself, Danny, I think... For me, I can see it being a very similar game to the last five, six games. And it's going to be a goal either way. And I just hope and I just pray. Because when, you, when your team's playing this bad and, and everyone's out to form, there's on no spark, you're just hoping for maybe a penalty decision or an own goal or a mistake. Or, you know, the difference in the league hitting the crossbar and the underside of the bar and going in. I think we just need a lucky break against Spurs. And I'm just hoping for a lucky break. And I'm going to go for 1-1. And what about you, Danny?
1: it's it's hard to predict and you want to try and be sort of happy about it you want to try and do it the best you can but I am going to say and this is the first time I've done this this season uh, I think I've maybe done it once last season and that was it but I'm going to say with a way at Spurs I'm going to say that we get tanked uh, and I think it's honestly going to be 2 3 nil to Spurs the way we're playing at the minute and the way Spurs are playing Harry Kane and Son bang on form and getting goals out of nowhere and um, Bergvine playing really, really well, linking up that play. I just, I can't see us honestly getting anything out of this Spurs game at all. So I'm going to say that we're going to lose it two 0
3: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to be optimist at the moment because it's just gone really downhill. Well, like a, well like a brick that's fallen at the moment. Mm. And um, I don't know. Let's hope that this time next week we're after two victories and we can be a bit more um, happy. I have a bit more optimism, but in the meantime, it's look and bleak. But all you can say is that if you can't support your team during um, the bad times, you don't deserve to to support them during the good times. So in the meantime, it's it's bleak, but I am remaining ever hopeful. Mm. Not confident, hopeful. (laughs) And uh, let's see what this time next week happens. Obviously, thanks to Johnny and Johnny as our guests. Um, And yeah, let's hope and pray. That you'll uh, that, that we've we've got something positive to talk about next week. Um, but in the meantime, thank you for listening to Ammo and Danny's Irish Shamfield Road. Road
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.